And in this episode, as acidity and toxicity increases, hypoxia increases, low oxygen, mm-hmm. and that forces healthy cells to mutate. And this is why cancer cells need, they thrive off of sugar and they need sugar. This is why they have 16 times the amount of insulin receptors on the cell. Hey, you are now listening to the High Energy Nutrition Podcast. We are the number one resource to reclaim your metabolic health. 88% of Americans are not metabolically healthy and we need to change that. For more information, visit highenergynutrition.com. And now, enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the High Energy Nutrition Podcast. Today's guest is Nabil. He's a natural health educator, practitioner specializing in nutrition therapy, homeopathy and detoxification. I want to say before this crazy episode starts that we went really, really deep, especially in the beginning on cancer. And this is a very, very hot topic and a lot of topics we discuss and a lot of deep insights Nabil shares. Take it with a grain of salt first, but also make your own judgments and Google that stuff. Research for yourself if it's true or not. Um, this episode really went crazy. Uh, I didn't get to any of my prepared questions, um, but there's a lot of value for you in there, definitely. So if you're ready for a deep dive, that's exactly where you should be at the moment, where your ears should be at the moment. So let's get right into it. You have a great YouTube channel, which has almost 60K subscribers. You have a video which has more than a million views. But when I go to your YouTube channel, you say you have been shadow banned. What's that all about? (laughs) You know, um, so what happened was last year, Uh, In May of 2019, my channel was growing exponentially, which I was so excited about. You know, you work, you work on your YouTube channel, you invest in it for so long. And finally it was picking up. It was going exponential. Uh, You know, the amount of clients I was receiving was so exciting. I was about to hire two people, expand the team, the online team. Mm. And what happened was one of my family members got cancer. And that caused me to research because I, I knew, I mean, with my background, I, I know the entire system is uh, corrupt, but I needed real answers because we were, we were talking about life and death, right? According to the modern day medical establishment, cancer is incurable and the only treatments are radiation, chemotherapy and surgery. I dived for many months deep into cancer and the corruption of cancer that I unraveled was unreal. I'll just say it for all of your listeners. The Cancer Association should be called the Eugenics Association because long story short, they are aggressively and continually suppressing all effective, not talking about hocus pocus, effective cancer cures And at the same time, they are poisoning people to death with chemotherapy. So one of the greatest crimes against humanity, and hopefully very soon people will wake up. If if your listeners want more information, they can just look up the docu-series, The Truth About Cancer, which was produced by Ty Bollinger and, and his wife. And they interview some of the top integrative oncologists worldwide and how they cure cancer on on the daily, essentially. And by the way, my family member 
um, it was recommended aggressively by her oncologist that she was supposed to take uh, many rounds of chemo and radiation before she, uh, the oncologist would even uh, do surgery. She said, ah, if you want me to do surgery, first you have to do a few rounds of chemo and radiation. I think it was six. And knowing my family member, if she would have done that, she would have been dead by now because she's very sensitive. Thankfully, they listened to me because you can't help somebody who believes in the modern-day medical churchhood. And I have met family members who didn't listen to me. They did chemo and radiation, and they're not here. Unfortunately, they're not here with us, with me right now. But the family member who did listen to me, alive and healthy and well. So, and it was diagnosed stage three, by the way, colon cancer. But anyways, when I became aware of the corruption, like when you talk about drug therapy, you're like, okay, they're poisoning us slowly and they're producing new symptoms, maybe to make more money. You know, maybe it's not about eugenics. But when you, when you get into the corruption of the cancer industry, you're like, oh my God, they could be using, they could still use chemotherapy, which is one of the greatest poisons known to man. They could still use it in a way, uh, which is, is called targeted chemotherapy or insulin potentiated chemotherapy, just to target the tumor. They could do that very easily and charge the same, charge the same money. Take your ten to $100,000, that's fine. But they don't do that. When you realize they don't do that and they intentionally wipe out, because that's what chemotherapy does, it destroys every cell of the human body, wipes out your entire immune system, destroys your kidneys. Now you have to go on dialysis. Now you have to go on immunotherapy. Now the cancer is going to come back even more aggressively in a few months, in a few years. They Essentially, they milk you like a cash cow until you are depopulated. So when you realize this, you can't remain silent. And what happened was I started now making videos on YouTube regarding natural cancer cures. And it was mm. hilarious because <laughs> it was hilarious because when I reached, I think it was 10,000, now I could use the YouTube studios in Toronto, uh, Canada, where I was living at the time. And the funny part was I was using YouTube studios to talk about topics which, which YouTube would then shadow ban me for. But essentially it was because I talked about natural cancer cures, I shouldn't have talked about it. If they start deleting channels, it's too obvious. It's too obvious people will start uh, you know, protesting and, and all that kind of stuff. But they can just silence people's voices, um, channels and, and deplatform people, I'm sure you're aware. Many mm -hmm. of the people you follow and admire, they've already been deplatformed. So I haven't been deplatformed yet, but my channel obviously has been killed. And, and, and this is the, let me just share this with you because it's quite funny, actually, which is even these 57,000 that I still have, many of them being deleted, unbeknownst to them. When I put out a video, I just put out a video like two, day, two days ago it doesn't even go out to them. Like they don't even see that I've put out a video. How do I know this? Well, when I put out a video, I promote it on every single platform, about 10, you know, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, all my Facebook channels, all my Instagram channels. I promote it on my newsletter, on all my stories, you know? So with all of that, with all of the promotion I'm doing, I just get about 500 views on my video. 
what does that tell you? That basically tells you they, they are doing nothing. Like not even maybe 10, 10 of my followers from 57,000 are seeing my videos. So they're not even sending out notifications to my own followers. So I'm basically invisible to my followers. And it's almost like my channel doesn't exist. God damn it. Yeah. Let's talk about cancer. Um, a little bit. We can do it on the podcast, as you said. Um, there's no shadow ban yet. I know I have a big book in my quote-unquote library which deals with alternative cancer therapies. And I know there are certain centers around the world focusing on alternative cancer therapy. And I also know there are several theories to why cancer exists. One of them is as like a... Um, a sponge basically to soak up um, toxins or to soak up uh, glucose, if I'm not butchering that right now because it's a little bit in the past that I read that, um, that, for example, cells who can't um, get oxygen in anymore because there's too much cortisol in the bloodstream and there's too much sugar, somehow they these cells turn to cancer something like that don't quote me on that but anyway the question i have for you is what is your theory on cancer and how does cancer develop uh, you may have, you may be aware of dr otto warburg he uh, i think he might actually be german so you might might know of him or at least may have heard of him in the early 1900s he won a nobel prize for discovering that cancer cannot exist in an alkaline environment, essentially. Mm -hmm. So what he discovered was acidosis, essentially, is what leads to cancer. And if we alkalize the body, then the cancer cannot grow. And this is what Dr. Tullio Simancini from Italy, the integrative oncologist, that was his approach. He was curing cancer by Uh, using injections of sodium bicarbonate into the tumors. Why? Because sodium bicarbonate is, is one of the most alkali um, substances we know of. Mm -hmm. And so that's it, it, exactly what you shared, is that when toxicity increases in the body and acidity, it can be uh, too many proteins, too many carbs in the diet, which produce so many acidic byproducts, and not enough greens. So it's a very highly acidic diet and very you know, toxic diet, the standard American diet. It could be the diet, but it can also be toxins. So we're exposed to so many heavy metals, so many uh, toxins, infections, and the mycotoxins they produce. So it's a combination of, of um, toxicity and uh, acidity, acidosis, which reduces oxygen levels in the body. So as acidity and toxicity increases, hypoxia increases, low oxygen. Mm -hmm. And that forces healthy cells to mutate because they can no longer use oxygen. There's no more oxygen. There's not enough oxygen. So they have to mutate so that instead of using oxygen and sugar to produce ATP like normal cells, now they have to use fermentation and glucose. Mm -hmm. Instead of using oxygen and glucose, now fermentation and glucose. And this is why cancer cells need, they thrive off of sugar and they need sugar. This is why they have, I believe it's 16 times the amount of insulin receptors on the cell. 
because they need more sugar to produce the same amount of ATP in the absence of oxygen. And the lab technician who conducts the MRI to test for cancer, they know that. They know that sugar feeds cancer. This is why they give the patients an injection or an oral concoction or both sometimes of a radioactive material mixed with sugar so that then they can detect wherever the sugar goes, if it rapidly goes to one area, then they know there's a tumor there because it takes the radioactive material and they can see where that goes. Mm -hmm. The interesting thing, this can be for another episode, every cancer test is designed to worsen your cancer. Let me repeat that. Every cancer test has been designed to worsen your cancer. It is unbelievable. The, mam the mam uh, mammogram produces 100 times the amount of X-ray radiation. And they tell you it's for prevention. They tell these young girls. I have one friend who, who they told her, you know, she's like 20. You know, you need to go in every year because your mom had breast cancer as a preventative measure. So she goes, if she were to go in every year, by the 10th year, guaranteed she would have breast cancer because of all of that radiation. Mm. That's number one. Biopsy. As you mentioned, a biopsy, the, the, the cancer, everything the body does, every symptom the body does is intelligent. It does it for a very intelligent reason. And cancer is really an end stage uh, intelligent response of trying to isolate that highly toxic uh, environment. Uh, it's, it's like a scar tissue. It's encapsulating that area with, with fibrous tissue to prevent it from, you know, spilling out and going all over the place. Now, what do they do? They, with, with biopsy, they, they cut it open or they puncture holes into it they're causing the spread of this toxicity, toxic material, mutated material. Oftentimes, it's a fungal sac. This is another uh, theory why most cancers are actually misdiagnosed. Misdiagnosed. They're fungal sacs, ascomycetes, or mycetomas, which is a mold sac. We're dealing with an epidemic of candida and mold infections, and oftentimes these polyps and these uh, ascomycetes fungal sacs, their um, uh, diagnosis, cancer, obviously why? No oversight. And they haven't been trained to, to know anything about fungus and mold. Nothing. So every single time a fungal sac and, or mycetoma, they get diagnosis cancer. And then what happens? They give them chemotherapy radiation, and then you will get cancer. Once your immune system is suppressed, once you get your first round of chemo, you will get cancer. So if you didn't have it, they overdiagnose you. There's no way of you telling <laughs> if you ever had cancer or not, because now they gave it to you. So, mm -hmm. so that's the other one. And then uh, what's the other one? Anyways, every, sing every single one that you can think of, if you think of a cancer testing, they're all designed to expedite and worsen your cancer and the, the simplest way and the most natural way and the most effective way of detecting cancer, they will never tell you about. <laughs> and, um, and they hate it because, and you can do it at home, it's the pregnancy test. Because doctor, I believe his name was Serrano, if I'm not mistaken, this Filipino doctor, he was featured in The Truth About Cancer 
docu-series, he discovered that this, the same hormone which is released by a pregnant woman is the same hormone that cancer produces because this is very much in line with the trophoblastic theory of cancer, um, which I shared in one of my videos on YouTube, which is cancer cells are essentially trophoblastic cells, stem cells which go awry and they multiply. Um, and they're, they both release the same hormone. So this is a test that people can do at home and basically see if they have cancer very well ahead. So, so much more effective and it tells you if you have cancer so much earlier than these conventional tests. Mm -hmm. um, so right. if, you're a man, if, you're, if you're a man, for example, if you're a man and you pee on the pregnancy test and it turns positive, then obviously you know you, are, you have cancer, essentially. Mm -hmm. But they don't want that because they want the power to be in the hands of the oncologist to overdiagnose, misdiagnose. Again, most of it, it's overdiagnose, misdiagnosis, so that they shove chemo and radiation down your throat and depopulate you. It's part of the depopulation agenda. Mm -hmm. and, and, and even, if I may interrupt you for a second, <laughs> um, even if you don't go as far as speaking of depopulation, it is just a clear monetary incentive for clinics and for pharmaceutical companies to prescribe chemotherapy as it is a very costly therapy which is covered by your insurance if you have one but then the pharmaceutical companies and the clinic they of course profit and the insurance paid so it's just a triangulated system which your health is in the last kind of corner somewhere and no one really is paying attention to it if they just look at the numbers and it's also very true that there has not been really um well really anything which comes close to innovation in the field of oncology and you have really chemotherapy is like a it's an old method and it's still being vastly used and the reason for that is of course that it's very profitable so Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. because you know Nabil, you might lose some listeners when you talk about depopulation because then you say I know. <laughs> it may be this global conspiracy against humanity but I don't think every oncologist is some secret agent most of them are probably no, no, just no. Exactly. normal doctors who do their job and they have been trained and they just they don't know any better exactly yes so you know most doctors most nurses are good people You know, they do get into the business because, yeah, if you become a doctor, you, you're well off for the rest of your life. And that's how they get you. The elite, the ruling elite will always take care of those people who are in the pyramid, are at the bottom of the pyramid, basically applying the rules of their command, essentially. And it, it's, it's unfortunate. The unfortunate truth is that doctors actually fall inside that pyramid. They are one of the biggest henchmen, you could say henchmen and henchwomen in the system of deep, basically poisoning their fellow human beings to death. You have to understand this. Studying, this is one thing you'll, people will learn, essentially, if they, if they dive deep enough, which is, and this is something I discovered, the science of healing and health is actually quite simple. The science of healing and health is actually quite, quite simple. Those in power have complicated it. 
so as to cause mm-hmm. people to remain sick and never heal and basically make trillions of dollars. But mm-hmm. um, where, where was I, mean, I going with yeah. this? I was saying that it takes 14 years of indoctrinating intelligent students to make them believe that by poisoning their fellow human beings with toxic pharmaceuticals, which produce new diseases and symptoms and never get at the root cause and burning them with radiation and injecting them with poisons and cutting body parts out, that this is sound medicine, that this is real scientific medicine and that all other forms of healing modalities, which are very effective at getting at the root cause of disease and producing cure after cure, for tens of thousands of years. We're talking homeopathy, traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncture, uh, herbal medicine, uh, Ayurvedic medicine, chiropractic, etc. nutrition therapy, detoxification, mm-hmm. frequency therapy. I mean, we could go on and on. All of these sciences, they have been brainwashed to believe that all of these are quackery and unscientific, but poisoning your fellow human being with toxic drugs and chemotherapy, radiation, this is sound medicine. Mm-hmm. We have to see things for what it truly is. And the truth is, look, I have family members who are doctors. I have All my friends are becoming doctors. I don't see one, one soul who's you know, going to study nutrition or going to study detoxification or homeopathy. It truly breaks my heart because modern-day doctors are eugenicists in disguise. I know people don't want to hear that, but this is the truth unbeknownst to them. They don't know this. They've been brainwashed, indoctrinated Mm -hmm. for 14 years. They are poisoning their family. You have to understand, the elite, do you think, do you truly believe that the elite take these drugs? They they, they take chemotherapy, they take these drugs that they're shoving down um, everybody else? Right, I mean, uh, Steve Jobs tried it with apples, (laughs) but it didn't work out. Yeah, you know, you know one thing though is um, the Cancer Association loves it whenever they can get a poster boy or poster girl to further promote the false story or agenda that cancer is incurable. Look, guys, if Steve Jobs, the guy who had all the money in the world, could not cure himself of cancer, then believe me, you, the average person, you know, you have no hope. You mm-hmm. have to keep believing in the agenda. They love it. They get, what's her name, that, that girl um, who cut her breasts off, the actress, Angelina Jolie, which, you know, mm. they love it when that happens. But let me tell you guys, let me tell your listeners, do not be fooled, okay? It's all propaganda, just like COVID. What happened right now, the two most famous people in the world have been diagnosed with, you know, COVID. Uh, who, who are we talking about? We're talking about Trump. We're talking about Cristiano Ronaldo the best propaganda they could ever wish for all by design. It's not by chance. So to Mm -hmm. fool the masses, to fool the masses, to believe in the uh, narrative. Now I want to go a little bit back to the point about doctors you made earlier. Um, And maybe first of all, talk a little bit about the difference between what is a drug and what is nutritional therapy, because you might argue that in a way, It's both just chemistry. If you eat um, an apple or you eat whatever, or you get some tincture, well, you are ingesting chemical materials in your body which do certain things according to very specific chemical reactions, which we might 
understand or we might not understand yet. But the same basically is happening with any pharmaceutical. So it is just biochemistry happening. So nutritional therapy or homeopathic therapy um, or any form of even exercise where you change something internally by not ingesting anything. Well, it's all some form of change you are inducing onto your system. So if you really think about it, you can't really make the distinction, right, between what is Western medicine or what is natural medicine or Chinese medicine because it's all one form of medicine. It's all change within the human body which has the aim to do something. You you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, the examples you gave, for example, traditional Chinese medicine, they use herbs. So they, they use herbs. We use supplements a lot of times we can't use food unfortunately uh, hippocrates the father of medicine had told us thousands of year, years ago let food be thy medicine and medicine thy food and it used to be like that my grandmother i remember she used to share stories of her physician in in back in iran where he had just prescribed lemons for her at the time he had diagnosed her condition prescribed lemons a huge bag it was like 20 kilos of lemons and she just ate all of that and she was completely cured. Um, she was on like 10, 20 different drugs at the time from another doctor. So the, the unfortunate reality is a lot of that knowledge has been lost, but at the same time, even our foods, it's very difficult to find foods which have that powerful, uh, natural, uh, nutritional, medicinal quality because even organic, as you probably know, is very deficient in the vitamins and the minerals and the medicinal property uh, that they once used to have. Mm -hmm. Yes, But, that's, uh, yeah, that's a very important topic. Um, you, we, maybe we can we can talk about that a little bit because it's I don't I don't people uh, I don't think people know about that um, by any means is that the nutritional quality of our food has been decreasing by I think roughly 30% over the past 20 years simply because the soil is depleted of nutrients and if the soil is depleted also the crop or the salad or whatever grows on it will be depleted yeah in addition to that i would add glyphosate so glyphosate is a master chelator which means it chelates it binds to nutrients and minerals and pulls them out of the soil and out of the food and out of your body. So in addition to all of that, most people are eating conventionally grown foods. What that means is it's been sprayed with glyphosate, hands down. Uh, whether it's grains, all types of grains, all your vegetables and all your fruits. And what glyphosate does is besides being cancer-causing, Bayer Monsanto just paid out recently, you probably know this, over $10 billion to set up, settle cancer suits. So clearly, mm. it's known, it's a known fact that glyphosate roundup causes cancer. But yet, those in power, are they continue to poison the masses. They continue to poison the masses. They are given the free pass for anybody who has the ability to, uh, you know, basically see things for what they are. When you look at every system, not just agriculture, where they're poisoning the masses 
uh, uh, at, at an alarming rate. Every system, you look at every system that's given the free pass to promote their product on humanity, it all just happens to be by chance, by chance, because what most people like to believe is, oh, it's through ignorance. You know, oh, there's no way they're depopulating us. It's through ignorance. You know, they didn't know any better. Everything just happens to be cancer causing. Everything happens to, by accident, sterilize you. It happens to dumb you down. <laughs> you know, the funny thing, the analogy I bring is when I was working back in the day before, you know, we all, we all paid our dues. We all worked in the fast food restaurant, etc. I did a lot of odd jobs. Here's one thing that always used to happen. My employer always used to, when I used to look at my paycheck and I used to look at my hours, they always used to, by accident, was the, what they used to say, by accident, they always used to pay me less, not more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So when that happens, you know it's not by chance. And in the same manner, when you look at everything that's being given the free pass, vaccines, the technology that we use, the specific frequencies that have been chosen for 4G, 5G, which happen to decimate human health and all life on the planet. They could have used any other frequency according to uh, Dr. Klinghart, which you probably know. I love that guy. He's from Germany, one of my role models. He talks a lot about 5G and, and, free, and, and the uh, havoc that radiation is wreaking on human health. It just happens that everything they're rolling out uh, on a mass scale happens to poison the masses. Not once have we seen a company who has been given this, uh, this uh, freedom or, or this free pass to expand their business across the planet. Not once have we seen it by accident make you more fertile, by accident make you more intelligent, by accident extend your life. But no, we see the complete opposite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Once you look at everything, you see the full picture. Come on, guys, wake up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wake up to your reality because those who deny the population agenda of the corrupt elite, you will be depopulated. Mm. Those who wake up to it will be, hopefully, will be able to minimize the effects and protect themselves and their family. You know, mm. it's a reality. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting point. Um, I just think that mostly, you know, it's the easier route to poison people. It takes more sophisticated planning and holistic thinking to produce products which are not in some way harmful. You know what I, you know what I mean? It's just, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not saying um, it's by accident. I think people are very well aware and Monsanto certainly was aware of the side effects of glyphosate long before all of the lawsuits came uh, into place. Um, but it's more like it's easier to make something which has crazy side effects and you don't care about that than to create something and think of all these side effects. And when, you're, when your primary goal is just shareholder value and money and growth, you might then disregard these subtle things which might not, um, where you cannot uh, tag any prices with, you know. I that's could just believe what, that. Just... I could believe that. But one of the things that really made me, really woke me up to the deliberate um, effects, one of them was cancer because we know 
they could use the same um, the same methods and not depopulate, kill people essentially, but they continue to use uh, chemotherapy without potentiating with insulin and killing people, etc. But also vaccines. I'll just, I'll just share one 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 example which really opened my mind, which was the psychotropic drugs, the psychiatric literature and scientific studies have shown us that they cannot deliver drugs to the brain effectively because of the blood-brain barrier. And what they discovered was by using nanoparticles of aluminum mixed with a, an emulsifier like polysorbate 80, that now they were able to effectively transmit um, or increase the penetration of the drug through the blood-brain barrier into the brain where they want to get the medication by 20-fold. They increased it by 20-fold. And now all of a sudden, by accident, we see many of the vaccines containing nanoparticles of aluminum and polysorbate 80 and live viruses. So this live virus is transported with toxic heavy metals very effectively through the brain. And now we have um, uh, swollen brains, essentially, brains that are infected and highly toxic, which clearly leads to autism and Asperger's symptoms and a whole bunch of other stuff, with which they are still denying. The evidence is clearly there. And then you think to yourself, is this truly ignorance? Is, is this really, is, you know what I'm saying? Mm. If the psychiatric uh, studies, they know it, and the science is there that proves it's very difficult to not believe that it's deliberately being used to achieve a certain re- um, end result, essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, it's, this is just one example. When, when you see like 20, 30, 40 examples that show this in the Truth About Vaccines docuseries, um, for example, then you're just like, holy bleep <laughs> yeah 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 uh, but you need you know, to vaccinate yeah. the population otherwise you get like diseases which cause a lot of harm too right so what is, what is the solution um maybe they know about the potential side effects but they make a cost-benefit analysis between side effects and potential harm to civilization by not vaccinating children and say well we better shut up and just vaccinate because we don't have a better alternative at the moment Playing that, yeah, this, this is a, yeah, this is a different, uh, a whole nother topic we can talk about some other time, which is um, all my research has shown me to believe that this is just another lie that they have been telling us since childhood in schools that antibiotics and vaccines have saved humanity. And so, um, they, in my opinion, they both happen to be the most, the greatest assaults on human health. And I can get into detail if people want to. And, and a lot of times they ask, okay, Nabil, stop talking about the corruption. What can we do? What are the alternatives? We have so many alternatives. A great example being homeopathy. Homeopathy is extremely effective. It's, it's the true vaccination. You are basically administering nano, it's nanomedicine. If you know anything about homeopathy, you know it's nanomedicine. They discovered in India, it was uh, featured in a documentary. Up until this point, they thought it was like biophysicals, like energetic, and it may very well be. 
But in India recently, they discovered with a certain kind of testing and technology that it's nanoparticles of the substance. And so why, why do you have to use all these toxic chemicals, formaldehyde, aborted fetal cells, all these heavy metals, at, at polysorbate, et cetera, et cetera, when mm-hmm. you can just give the nanoparticles of that virus or that substance, whatever it is, give it to the individual and the body will now recognize mm. that substance, will develop the antibodies, will be prepared essentially. That's one example. Another example which some of your listeners may, may have heard of is urine therapy. It may sound disgusting, but this is used in India quite a bit which is one of the kids gets, let's say, chicken pox, for example, or some other childhood disease, his body obviously creates antibodies. So when he urinates, you grab some of that urine, you put a couple drops, <laughs> I know some people might be disgusted by this, you get a couple drops of that urine, uh, urine is actually filtered blood. There's nothing, it's very sterile. There's, we've been trained to believe that it's disgusting, but it's not. This is why you see so many fountains with babies peeing in the fountain because in ancient times mm-hmm. people used to drink and still believe me in India and China, some Asian countries, they wash their faces with urine. Actually, what is it? Horse urine is used in a lot of beauty products, which women are completely unaware of and they rub on their face because it's anti-aging. So going back to the story, you get a couple drops of the kid who's been infected, whose body has produced the antibodies you put it in their juice. You put it in the juice of the other kids from the household. They drink it. Now they have received the antibodies for that, uh, for that virus or mm-hmm. that childhood disease. But th- this is another example. But the main thing we learn in homeopathic school, in naturopathic school, is that you don't want to avoid childhood diseases. You don't want to avoid them. Childhood diseases prime and prepare the immune system so that when you become an adult, you don't succumb to chronic disease. You have a strong mm. immune system. And this, yes. there's a, I mean, there's a, so, yeah. yeah. Just let, just let me say this. Um, certainly you can train your immune system um, with pathogenic exposure, but you also might not live long enough to do that. I mean, there's certainly a decrease in child mortality due to having no, um, like chickenpox or um, measles going around. I mean, measles is a dangerous um, infection. Sure. So um, uh, let me finish this train of thought, and then I will I will speak to the other question, which is um, the the small amount num- number of kids who might die from getting the uh, the actual childhood diseases. But the, mm-hmm. the main idea is childhood diseases have been nature's way to prime our immune system uh, so that when we, we become adults, we have robust immune systems. And this study was done. There's a talk on TED Talks on YouTube, still there, might be taken down soon. But you just type in TED Talk Vaccine Africa, I think, and it'll pop up. This lady talking about, she was a pro-vaxxer, a nurse, and they went to Africa, they vaccinated one group. And then they went back 10 years later and did a study between the vaccinated population and the unvaccinated population. They saw that the vaccinated population had had unreal amount of chronic diseases and death. The un, unvaccinated population had virtually no disease and the death rates were incomparable. 
Mm-hmm. But we can't, we can't, we, the, in the West, they don't allow for this study because it will be as clear as the sun that unvaccinated human beings are far healthier than any vaccinated human being could ever be. So that's one understanding is you don't want to avoid them in the first place. When you avoid them, you will have a suppressed immune system. And now you will get cancer because cancer, everybody has cancer. Only those who have suppressed immune systems, your body cannot uh, deal with it, essentially. Mm -hmm. And and that's something else we can get into. For people who don't know, of course, um, cancer cells Mm -hmm. are just cells who who don't want to die. And your immune system takes care of them normally. That's what you're saying. Exactly, exactly. And this is something, this is another cure which was discovered and Dr. Bradstreet was curing every case of stage four pancreatic cancer. So I'm talking the CEO of Apple that you just mentioned, who you just mentioned, he could have been cured if he had gone to Dr. Bradstreet. He was curing every case of stage four pancreatic cancer using GCMAF. GCMAF is a natural protein which the body produces, but when you have cancer or any other infection, the infection produces an immune-suppressing enzyme called nagalase. And when you take GCMAF, when you supplement with this natural protein, which your body should, should be producing, but it can't, now your body can take over the immune-suppressing enzyme and can start killing off the cancer. It was, it, in my opinion, of all the 50 different natural cancer cures, cures GCMAF is by far the most powerful the most effective. What happened? They murdered Dr. Bradstreet. The FDA raided his clinic in 2015. The search warrant is on the internet. I featured it in one of my videos. Uh, they were looking for GC math. Three days later, he ends up dead in the river. And then wow. all the doctors, you may be aware of the, um, the alternative doctors, many alternative doctors ended up dead, all by suicide, they say, in, in the media. After, shortly after the, um, Bradstreet ended up dead, between 2015 and 2017, there was like 30, 40, 50 alternative doctors in the United States ended up dead. They all knew about GC math. Dr. Bradstreet had shared this information with them, and they started using it. And they had to kill it because you, under, you have to understand, a cure for cancer basically means that the cancer industry, which is almost a trillion dollar industry has to shut down its doors, its business right now. You think they're going to allow for that? No, they will kill anybody they have to, to, to shut them up essentially. And uh, the lab technician, uh, what's his name? David Noakes and his wife, his ex-wife, uh, Liz Thayer, they were extradited and now they're imprisoned in France. They're from the UK but they're now, they've, <laughs> they, they use all power to basically silence people and shut them up. So mm-hmm. anyways, long story short, this is a natural protein. It's a human right. How the hell are these guys prohibiting it? You know? So Because they make billions of dollars. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. Yeah. The Cancer yeah. Association makes hundreds of billions. And so this is... Um, What people need to understand is the agencies are not looking out for your health. You cannot trust the modern day medical establishment because if Mm -hmm. you do, you will be poisoned. You will be murdered, slaughtered. You will be, you will be de-financed. You will be bankrupt. 
if, if you're, you don't have insurance. But this is how they get you. The other aspect is insurance. This is why most people give into it. They're like, oh, it's covered by insurance, so might as well. Right? But I already pay well. for it, basically. Yeah, it's, it's, and, that's, and that's, that's how they get you. Because it's difficult for people to consider naturopathy or homeopathy. You know, now I have to fork out a couple hundred dollars. Now I have to mm -hmm. pay a couple hundred for supplements. Now I have to, for detoxification or this and that. Mm. And to and, be honest yeah. and to be frank, you also have to do more than just, hey, take this pill. Exactly. You know? Yeah, we've been conditioned. I mean, if some, some of my followers who watch my videos, they, they should know by now that I talk about this all the time. Everything else in life, you know, we, we take responsibility for, for the most part, you know, I have to clean my house, I have to fix my car, I have to study or, or work or clean myself, you know, wash my clothes. But when it comes to our health, for some reason, I know why, because in, in school, they've never taught us anything. And it's not by chance, it's all by design. They have not taught us anything about how to grow your own herbs, how to grow your own food, how to take care of your health, how to protect your health, etc. Mm -hmm. how to use medicinal herbs. Why? So that when you grow up, you believe that the science of health and healing is some mysterious science that you could never hope to understand. And you put your full trust in the white jacket cult and you bow down to the medical priest because he's a god. He or she is a god. When they tell you you have a sickness or you have 10 days to live, You better bow down. <laughs> so the times are changing. Thankfully, people are waking up. The time of, just like we saw, the, the, the clergy and, and the churchhood and the pedophilia and the mind control and using, I believe in Christ, by the way. I'm a highly religious person. I believe in all the religions of God. But after a certain time, humans hijack the system and they use it for their own corrupt desires and purposes, to control the masses, to extract money, to rape children, etc., to keep people in the dark. And um, the same with the medical system. It was hijacked in the early 1900s. You probably know Rockefeller, the two richest men in North America. Rockefeller, actually Rockefeller was the richest in the world. Rockefeller, Carnegie, they, uh, they hired two brothers who were... Um, lawyers, the Flexner brothers, to basically, with the power of money, bully and monopolize all medical systems. Mm -hmm. All medical systems. And that's when we saw all homeopathic colleges go out of business by the 1950s. Every single one of them out. Chiropractics out. Herbal eclectic schools out. Everybody was gone. And these bullies now are in charge of science, whatever they say is scientific and true, they have the final say, and all other scientists worldwide and healing modalities are quackery and unscientific. They are a bully. They're a big bully. <laughs> they need to be put in their place. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hopefully in the future, um, I mean, I think the awareness for for alternative medicines already rising. Um, so we can only hope for the best, I believe. I think so. I mean, what else would you do? 
education. Education is the most powerful thing because we, we have seen this trend. We have seen a huge trend in the past 10, 15 years, 20 years since Google came into being in YouTube before it got hijacked and corrupted and censored and all that. Um, people, people gravitate towards the truth. They have the ability to discern between truth and falsehood. And we saw a massive exodus of, of people losing trust in the modern-day medical uh, a churchhood, essentially, and seeking out natural health, natural supplements, detoxification, this and that, et cetera, et cetera. And what was happening? I'm sure you're aware and many of your listening, listeners were aware, are aware. People were going into their doctor's office knowing more than the doctor himself. And now the doctors were getting offended. They were putting up, uh, what's it called, uh, pictures on the wall. Some, some doctors you'd go in, it says something like, uh, I don't know, referencing Google, like, I went to school for 15 years, you know, I know more than Google, something like that. Mm. Don't, don't, don't consult your Google doctor. But the truth is, Google was a greater source. The internet was a greater source of education about health and healing than any modern day medical doctor has been because they have been trained by the curriculum in modern day medical schools designed by the pharmaceutical industries. And they've been trained in the study of disease, not the study of health. To, to teach modern day doctors to get at the root of any disease and cure you is a complete conflict of interest. Mm -hmm. yes. Complete conflict of in interest. Because it's a disease maintenance system, right? You go there once you are sick. It's not, you, you, don't, you don't have a exactly. doctor for your community who is in charge of 100 people and just checks upon you if you're still healthy. And maybe he gets some bonus points when every one of his sheep is doing great health-wise. No, it's more like it's a shop and you go there once you're in need of something and you are not taken care of until you are in need of something. And once you enter the carousel, you enter the, the park of Western medicine, you are already in metabolic syndrome. You already have chronic issues. You already have metabolic issues. And well, then you are in the right, right? And then they don't, they don't let you go. They kind of, um, exactly. Yeah. Make money. <laughs> once, once, exactly. Once you step your foot in the system, it's been designed kind of like a, kind of like a, um, like a shark. You put your foot in the water, the shark bites your leg. It doesn't let go. It sucks you in and mutilates you. <laughs> Sorry for the imagery, but this is the system. It's not a disease maintenance system. I wish it was. It's been designed to make you worse, make you worse. Um, if you listen to some of the insiders, they will, they will tell you, um, one of them, Dr. Darren Schmidt, I met him in person. One of the things he said is he had a colleague who works in a lab to develop drugs He developed a drug that successfully masked the symptom, you know, very nicely masked the symptom, just like usual. He was told to go back. The CEO of the pharma company said, you need to go back and develop the same drug that masks the same symptom, but which it has to produce at least five new symptoms. It has to produce five new symptoms. So what, one thing I like that you said, you, you talked about community level. And this is the future. This is what brings me hope is that there is a movement taking place, one that I am aware of. There may be other ones, but the Baha'is all over the world, 7 million, 
all over the world are conducting community, it's called study circles, where we use the inspiration of the Word of God and we reflect on it and we look at our personal lives and the community life, life and we see how can we apply this to our community? What are the needs of, of our neighborhood, of our community? So we're taking responsibility through the inspiration of the Word of God. You know, in the beginning, first was the Word. You know, there's nothing more powerful than divine scripture than the Word of God because divine, um, divine scripture, essentially the Word, is the motive power of human civilization has always been, if we are fair in our judgment, before it becomes corrupted. Every religion has an expiry date. But in the beginning, it's a source of good. It's a source of advancement of human civilization, all of the arts and wonders of the world. But anyways, so at the community level, all over the world, Baha'is are using the word of God and applying it to the needs of the community. And now we are seeing from the grassroots level a decentralization of all systems through the power of the word of God, essentially. So we're seeing people in India reclaiming their farming. Who the hell are you, Monsanto, to come here and force your method of, of farming, which has caused the greatest number of suicides, uh, farmer suicides in history, and the mass poisoning. Of, I'm sure you know the contraceptive corn in 2001, they developed the epicyte gene, which is in most genetically modified foods, designed to sterilize. It's a, it's a, a spermicide. Spermicide, it kills men's sperms. And when the woman eats this contraceptive corn, her body has developed the antibodies to attack the sperm of her boyfriend or her husband. I'm getting off, off point. But these are things they don't put in the curriculum of these youth who read in the textbook. It says GMO foods are the savior of humanity and our only hope to deal with starvation and, and the hunger problem. But what they won't tell you in that same textbook is that they just paid out $10 billion to settle cancer lawsuits, which basically means GMO foods are poisoning humanity to death. And secondly, they won't tell you that their GMO foods contains the epicyte gene, which is designed to kill the sperm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on, guys, wake up. So, but that's going beyond the point. We're talking about the Ruhi circles. In Germany, it's happening as well, where you live here in Madeira, Portugal, it's happening. Um, people are reclaiming control, decentralization of every system. Who the heck are you to tell me, us parents, what to teach our kids? Who the hell are you? You know, we, we make the choice. We parents in this neighborhood, we decide what should be taught to our kids. We decide what kind of medical treatment we want to have. I love your idea, which is an idea I've had forever. It's one of my missions in the future is to create some sort of a, a society, worldwide society of international healers. It's called a, a healer in every community, essentially, trained the proper way to take care of all the inhabitants of that neighborhood, completely free of charge completely free of charge. Somehow you, we receive, we do fundraising in a way to support these healers, mm -hmm. international healers. And honestly, you I don't mean, need it that could many. Be, it could be a replacement for your insurance. Exactly. It's like, a month, it's like a monthly fee you pay. And your doctor gives you a monthly email saying, hey, everything all right, here's your blood work. Exactly. I mean, it's like a coach. Yeah. 
And so there's the educational system is decentralized. Farming is decentralized. Hey, hey guys, the GOV, stop putting lead, stop putting fluoride, stop putting chlorine, stop putting lithium. Now they're, now they're saying, oh, it's always under the excuse of something good, right? We're putting fluoride in your water for your teeth. It's a known oh, neurotoxin. Don't <laughs> it's, a known, it's a known neurotoxin. It's a known destroyer of the thyroid. Back in the uh, mid-1900s, doctors were instructed, anybody who had hyperthyroid, to prescribe fluoride because it kills the functioning of the thyroid. Mm. Now we have an epidemic of hypothyroidism. Well, obviously, right. because we're deficient in iodine. And also, everything you drink, the pop, the, the juices, the tea, the coffee you get from the cafe, I mean, everything you're drinking, the almond milk, it's all fluoridated water, your toothpaste. Mm. So it goes straight to the thyroid and to the pineal gland, by the way, which has been under attack for over a century. Mm. But um, we're God getting off it. course. Yeah, I mean, first of all, we said we, yeah. First, uh, let me just say this. Um, I prepared some questions for this interview, but we uh, we were not we were not cover that. Maybe we can do another episode <laughs> and cover those. Um, sure. I just wanted to maybe talk about the fluoride and its effect on the thyroid, um, because first, um, high end nutrition largely is focused on metabolic health, which has a huge proportion in hormonal and especially thyroid health. And yes, there are incredible amounts of people who have hypothyroid symptoms and thus lack energy and thus have low testosterone and all the other um, outcomes which a low thyroid, a hypothyroid condition has. Um, but I recently also had a guest on the podcast. He's a medicine student, a medical student, and he has a pituitary gland deficiency. Um, which causes his hormones to be not um, properly signaled to be produced. And thus he has to replace all of them manually. Now he's a medical student and that's why he found it out and he can substitute. But I know you said, um, you, you didn't say pituitary gland, you said something different. But is it true that fluoride and other heavy metals, they can cross the blood-brain barrier and kind of just sit there in your brain and just lay there and disable things and kind of screw around with your regulatory systems? Yes, uh, now more than ever. Now more than ever, especially because of at least two factors. One, I think I mentioned already, which was glyphosate. The same way, glyphosate essentially breaks apart membranes, any membrane. So the same way it cause, has caused an epidemic of leaky gut, for example, in the same manner that it ruptures the gut membrane, it also ruptures and opens up the blood-brain barrier. So that's mm -hmm. what glyphosate does. And in addition to that, glyphosate binds to aluminum and transports it straight into the brain very effectively. Mm. That's another study I, I posted in one of my YouTube videos a while back. So glyphosate, people are exposed to it like crazy, essentially. So that's one uh, factor that's transporting all these toxins and has opened up the blood-brain barrier. Another one, which Dr. Klinghart from Germany discovered, is that Wi-Fi radiation opens up the blood-brain barrier. 
essentially. And they pr- they've proven this in studies. They've shown that women who slept by the Wi-Fi, they happen to have a much higher incidence of autistic uh, uh, children. Why? Because if the mom is sleeping near Wi-Fi and Wi-Fi opens up, this radiation opens up the blood-brain barrier of the fetus, all of the heavy metals that the mom is exposed to will go into the brain of the kid, essentially. And he's already autistic by the time he comes out. And Dr. Bradstreet, by the way, the way he used to uh, cure his autistic patients, the same doctor who was murdered for curing cancer, he was also using GC math on his autistic patients because he learned that it's not just heavy metal contamination of the brain, it's a mixture of toxicity from the heavy metals and the live virus, which was take, transported into it using polysorbate 80 and nanoparticles of aluminum. And so he would treat both at the same time. And in one week, if you look at the interviews with him prior to his death, you will see in one week, the kid comes in nonverbal, leaves verbal in, in just one week. And the way he would do this, he couldn't just administer GCMF because it, wasn't, it couldn't pass the blood-brain barrier. So he would use um, this device, forgot what it's called, PEMF device, to open up. He would put it, place it behind the neck, behind the neck, administer GCMF, open up the blood-brain barrier and get the GCMF into the brain and reduce the infection. That was his method. So those two, those two um, factors are increasing the permeability of the brain allowing for fluoride, chlorine, aluminum, mercury, glyphosate, everything into the brain. This is why we are dealing, dealing with an epidemic of anxiety, depression, Alzheimer's, uh, migraines, headaches, all kinds of brain disorders, which they've labeled names on. And they love it because now they can drug you as part of the eugenics protocol. Now this, I challenge all of your listeners to watch this documentary and, and then get back to me and tell me if they don't believe in eugenics and depopulation. The, the, there's a documentary called on YouTube still the most shocking psychiatry documentary ever type that into YouTube, watch it. And then you will become a believer in the, in the depopulation <laughs> eugenics protocol. All these, all these psychiatrists blowing the whistle saying that there is zero scientific uh, basis to the science or the, the so-called science of psychiatry. It's mm. only been developed to numb people, drug people, depopulate them, and hook them on the system, essentially. Yeah, I mean, psychi- psychiatry had horrendous methods in the past. Exactly. Um, Especially but, in Germany, right? Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we tried some stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even want to go into that because it's really crazy. I mean, something was insulin shock therapy, where they basically mm. injected you with insulin to produce a shock you would pass out, basically. And I don't know, they kind of thought this would help you, but it left people with like seizures and like uh, chronic health issues. Uh, it's crazy. Um, just one example. But of course, you have, if we talk about psych- psychiatry now, um, of course, you have patients who have um issues who are schizophrenic or bipolar or have um 
some cluster B personality disorder and you shouldn't help them with drugs if you can help them with other therapies but sometimes I mean I'm not, not a psychiatrist so I can't really speak about that um, but certainly there's some type of value same with the western medical system I mean seriously if I break my leg uh, tomorrow. Of course, yeah. I, I want a doctor <laughs> to fix it. Of course, of course, right? yeah. And it's a miracle um, that the surgery can happen and your life can be saved. Um, but yes, from a from a from a bird's eye perspective, when it comes to your overall health and your health span over your life, um, yeah, there's more yeah, against you than for, sure, for you. For sure, emergency medicine, no doubt. Like you said, if I break my leg, I'm going to go into the emergency uh room because it's not as corrupt but you know they get the job done but when it comes to chronic disease it's uh it's a tyrannical system let's just put mm -hmm. it that way yeah but anyway so so most of these symptoms as you probably know in orthomolecular medicine they treat bipolar people um you may have seen the, the scientific literature on niacin so many people who are uh, schizophrenic are dealing with a deficiency, a big deficiency in vitamin B3 niacin. And by, I'm not saying all of them, but a good number of them by prescribing, by taking mega doses of niacin, vitamin B3, their schizophrenia goes away. But you'll never hear that. You know, psych mm -hmm. psychiatric doctors never talk about nutrition. And the fact that most brain conditions today are caused because of what? Brain toxicity. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. The brain is the fattiest organ of the body. The blood-brain barrier has been compromised. We live in the most toxic world ever. And besides that, we're being poisoned from every direction. Well, of course, you're going to have a toxic brain and inflame the brain. So all we have to do is detoxify the brain and nourish the brain. Give it the healthy fats that it needs. Don't go on any drugs which, uh, like cholesterol-lowering medication, people who take that, it actually induces heart attacks, by the way. It's unbelievable. It induces heart attacks, but it also, it also prevents the brain from getting the cholesterol it needs. You know what I'm saying? Cholesterol is the foundation of all hormones produced by the body. But also, mm -hmm. now your brain becomes deficient in fat, and you start losing your memory. And your brain function. So you want to stay away from these drugs, but focus on detoxifying the brain and nourishing the brain. The brain needs the B vitamins. The brain needs, um, you know, the omegas. And uh, one product I use, I haven't been using for too long, but I'm a huge fan of. It's, it's worked amazing. It has, it has had amazing effects on myself, on my patients, on my colleagues. It's a product called TRS. It's, a, it's called Advanced Toxin Removal System. It's essentially what it is is nanoparticles of zeolite. Zeolite is a binder, just like activated charcoal, clay, etc. But it's tiny enough, so tiny, to be able to pass the blood-brain barrier, start getting into the brain, start pulling out the lead, the fluoride from your pineal gland, and all of these toxins from your thyroid. And... One of the effects it had on me right away in the first week was I could start, I, 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 was, I was never able to remember my dreams, but after taking that for one week, I started remembering my dreams. It was like 
an amazing experience to be able to do that. One of my colleagues who's an osteopath took it in the first week his anxiety was gone. I'm not sure how many years he's had anxiety for, but when we look at the chart, because um, they show you the chart as to which heavy metals this uh, toxin removal system removes in the first week, second week, first month, all the way to the third month. It's a three-month program. Mm -hmm. The first heavy metal it removes is mercury. So my colleague believes that it's because he was mercury uh, toxic, essentially. We don't know. But we have ways, essentially, just letting your listeners know to detoxify the brain. One is avoidance of all of these fluoridated water, fluoridated drinks, toothpaste, all that kind of stuff. Taking iodine, because iodine is the most essential mineral utilized by the thyroid. We're extremely deficient in, according to the Iodine Project, which was spearheaded by Dr. Fletches Brownstein and another doctor, I'm not sure who, can't remember his name. But they discovered worldwide of the thousands of patients they had tested, 90 plus percent of the patients were iodine deficient. People have to understand the recommended daily allowance set by the modern day medical agencies are always extremely low, just enough so you don't die, but also not enough so that you thrive, so that you are healthy. So our diets are extremely deficient in iodine. What that does is it causes your thyroid to now become a sponge for toxins. Deficiency leads to toxicity. But if you mm -hmm. have enough iodine in your diet, which is 12,000 micrograms daily, 12,000 micrograms daily, then your thyroid will not be susceptible to, be, to absorbing toxins. Even if you do get some fluoride or some other chemicals in your diet, it'll repel it because it's not deficient, essentially. But people have to understand, you have to gradually increase your dose because once you start taking iodine, you're going to start detoxing a lot of that fluoride from your thyroid and you're going to feel, you're going to get some massive detox symptoms. So gradually with any supplement, you always start with a small dose. Mm -hmm. Nabil, how do you dose supplements? How do you dose homeopathic supplements even? Um, do you follow strict guidelines or do you do it try and error? It depends. Like if the patient is, if I'm working with an elderly patient, always I tell them, start with the minimum dose. Um, as I mentioned, instead of taking five drops of iodine, of Lugol's iodine 2% solution, five drops to get the 12,000 micrograms, start with one drop and see how you do in a glass of water. Sometimes I even tell them to rub it on their skin because the skin will absorb the iodine. So rub it mm -hmm. on your skin first, see if you have any allergic reactions. Same with castor oil. I do a lot of detoxification. Um, and now we, we've learned that they used to use peanut oil in vaccines, and this is why we had an epidemic of peanut allergies. Mm. And now, now they've been using castor oil in vaccines. So this newer generation, you got to be very careful with recommending castor oil because I... I It's part of many detox protocols. It cleans the gut. It kills parasites. It kills um, candida. And now we have to be careful even with that. Tell the clients to rub a little bit on their skin, see if they have any allergic reactions to it. Because whatever 
is contained in the vaccine. One of the excuses they use is we want to shock the immune system using mercury and aluminum so that your immune system learns its lesson. What's the lesson? We're going to abuse your immune system so it learns the lesson that whatever is in that vaccine, it should react to. They, they say it's the, anti, it's the dead virus, whether mm. it's some, some vaccines are alive, some are dead, but um, some are just attenuated, very, very small amounts. So now your body learns to react to that virus, but it also learns to react to everything else which was contained in that vaccine, to the peanut oil, to the egg protein. This is why we have a massive epidemic of egg allergies, to now castor oil, to uh, fetal aborted cells, whatever aborted cells, they, they, they don't put it in there. They grow the virus in these, mm-hmm. in the mediums of monkey, monkey kidney cells or whatever. But it's a known fact that, that oftentimes the embryo, uh, the, the, those cells end up in the vaccines, somehow end up contaminating the vaccine. So you don't know. You may be one of those who received an injection with a little bit of uh, lung tissue from an aborted fetal cell or a kidney tissue or a thyroid tissue, and now your body has learned to react to your own organs, Right? And this is, this is one of the reasons why we have, we're having an epidemic of autoimmune, essentially. The body has been trained through vaccines to react to its, to its own self. But also, let me mention, the egg protein is very similar to human cells. So by putting eggs in there, because it, in itself, it's a, it's a fetus, essentially, the egg um, Maybe not so because it hasn't been sterilized. Most, uh, it's not sterilized, um, what do you call it, when it's been uh, impregnated by the rooster. But it's, it, it's a known fact that the egg cells are very similar to human protein cells. So just by including egg, the body can be trained to react to many different uh, organs and systems of the body. Mm-hmm. Man, this is depressing. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy well we I'm have sad. a long way to go we have to you know first we have to be made aware of how crazy things are because if you are not made aware you will never make a change and this is why a lot of my family they say hey Nebi, you'll stop exposing the corruption because they're doctors they hate it they hate me they probably hate my work and whatnot they don't talk too much with me but i tell them i don't hate doctors they're good people i don't hate nurses they're good, well-meaning people who got into a corrupt system. But what we need to do in order to make a change, first you have to understand that there is a huge problem. If you don't, you're just going to keep going along with, um, with what they're doing. But uh, let me just say this. I say this again. It's all by design. It's not. The more you dive, for me, it's easy to say. Somebody who spent... 15 plus years of studying corruption and you see things which the average person doesn't see. So the average person will be like, Oh my God, conspiracy theory. But I challenge anybody to dive deep into just one aspect of the modern day medical system, into the corruption of tests, how they've all been designed to never get at the root cause to justify a procedure or a drug. It's all skewed. It's all messed up and to hide your deficiencies and to produce new disease as we talked about the uh, cancer testing and screening. Just, just dive into that or dive into the cancer 
um, association or dive into the vaccines, if you dive deep enough into any aspect of the modern-day medical establishment, except for emergency medicine, as you mentioned, you will, you, will, you will be shocked beyond your wildest dreams. But hey, it's a religion. It's a religion, and we've been programmed since childhood. I don't blame people. I used to be like that. And we got to wake people up. Education is key, and they're censoring it as hard as possible. I, I don't believe it. I don't believe I live in, in this age where they're censoring, silencing, deplatforming us off of every platform. I am excited about decentralized blockchain technology, social media, messaging apps, finances, mm. video um, uh, websites, but it's, it's going to take some time to kick off. We're, we're already seeing BitChute, library.tv, podcasting, all of these different things kicking off. It's just a matter of time before we make this transition, reclaim our power, uh, reclaim our freedom, essentially. And, um, and it's going to happen soon. It's going to happen within in our lifetime, I believe. We're going to see a massive battle between the elite and the 99% for 15, 20 years as they try to push Agenda 2030. <laughs> and then, you know, the people will win. We have to win. I know we people have to. are... Look, if you don't have freedom, you have nothing. So people, including myself, I'm willing to fight, educate, be courageous, fight for truth till, till my death, essentially. I'm willing to offer up my, offer up my life because it's, it's an amazing thing to, to die for, for, for humanity, for freedom, for truth. You know what I'm saying? I actually get excited. I know a lot of people get depressed when you talk about this stuff. But let me just say this to your listeners. The army of light needs you. We can't do this alone. We cannot do this alone. We need to do this together. We need to rise together. If we are just a few, we can be targeted. But when everybody rises up, which is what's happening right now, which is amazing to see, there are so many of us rising up and speaking truth. They can't, they can't come and murder everybody. <laughs> they can silence you. That's what they're doing. They can shut down all our channels. But it's a lost it's a lost battle. It's their last, the last desperate attack, offense, offensive move by the ruling elite. And they're, gonna, they're not going to let it let down easy, but humanity is going to win. That's what I truly believe. That's what I truly believe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thank you so much. Let's hope for the best, guys. Um, Let's hope for the best. I mean, it's a, exactly. It's a positive ending. Um, to this whole crazy ride um, you have brought us on for the past hour. I want to end this whole interview with a question I always ask and this is if you could go back in time to your 18-year-old self, to your 20-year-old self and you have 10 minutes on the phone with that person, what kind of advice or what would you say to that person? One thing I would tell them is I would definitely, one of my desires is to have kids because I do envision training them to be soldiers of light, to be woke, to not fall victim of all of the traps which have been created to make you addicted, to make you sick, to make you depressed, to dumb you down, to um, uh, keep you impoverished, etc. I would train, I would train my younger self and, and basically tell them 
the truth about everything. One of them being that all the systems, the established systems in the world are lying to you. The medical, you want to, you want, you want to seek health? Don't go to the modern day medical system because they're going to poison you to death. You want to speak spiritual, you want to speak, seek spiritual truth. Well, if you go to, if you're a Muslim, you go to the clergy, um, or if you go to, uh, the church and you ask your, your, your priest, Hey, uh, what do you think about Baha'u'llah? What do you think about the Baha'i faith? Baha'u'llah claims to be the return of Christ. What will they tell you? Clearly, every single time, unanimously, they will say, he is the Antichrist. Beware, don't go near them, cut all communication from them, and that's it. Why? Because if all Christians were to recognize the coming of Christ, which was predicted the exact same time by the Millerites, by the Templars, the German Templars, 1844, he arrived like a thief in the night as he had, as he had promised. The King of Kings, <laughs> the promised one foretold by all ages to save humanity from this madness. So anyways, you want to be lied to, go to the current systems. You want to you learn about the, the truth about uh, vehicles. I'm sure you know this. We had electric cars. People don't know this. Back in the early 1900s, 30% of the vehicles in North America were electric. Mm-hmm. What did Rockefeller do? Rockefeller, the guy who made his monopoly and all of his fortunes, the richest man on earth from monopolizing the oil refinery systems, he killed the electric car back in the day. He bought out all of the railway system, the train, the train systems, which was very effective, destroyed all of that, replaced it with buses that get, guzzled his gas. Till this day, we're still running on gasoline, so archaic, so primitive. When Tesla had developed ways of harnessing energy out of thin air, and they, they've withheld this from us. So just, just and the same, same thing with the financial system. You want to learn lies about the financial system? Go to the bank or go to financial school. They don't, tell, they don't teach you this. You want to be programmed to be dumbed down and never learn things that you actually need in life and be taught lies left and right about your history, about your health, etc. Go to school the Rockefeller-based school designed to produce effective factory workers. And this is in his statement. People can see direct quotes. He said, the, the, the purpose of these schools is not to create philosophers, artists, etc., etc., etc. It's designed to create. And when you look, you know, to create uh, effective slaves, essentially. But uh, that, that's one thing I would teach people or myself, my younger self, is wake up to your reality, essentially. And then secondly, the most important thing I would teach myself is turn to God, turn to Baha'u'llah, turn to divine scripture. And this was hard for me for as a youth, I know as most youth, you know, it's hard to believe in that which you cannot see. It's hard to develop a relationship with an entity we are told that loves us, the purpose of life, to know him, to worship him to please him, to be recreated in his image, to die to the human condition and imperfections and be reborn in his divine qualities. So we're told these things, but it's, it's difficult as a youth. We're so physical, we're so material, this materialistic trap and matrix being sucked with sports and, and uh, all these devices and video games and 
sex. Sex is shoved down our throats since, you know, teenage boys, you know, my, my colleagues were just uh, throwing porn in my face since I was, a, I was a little child. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and this is not by mistake either. They're trying to, that's something else I would tell my younger self and all, all boys is beware because everything that is bad for you is made readily available to you, such as porn, such as addictive foods and drugs and smokes and entertainment, etc., etc. It's not by chance that these things are made readily available to you and everything that is good for you is hidden or very difficult to find. You want to find organic food? You have to go out of your way. It's, it's, it's so difficult. You know, you have to go out of your way. That's one place you might be lucky you find organic food, plus it's mm -hmm. super expensive. So exactly. You can't, you can't even afford it. Mm -hmm. You want to find the truth about spirituality. You have so many liars and so many false prophets, et cetera, et cetera. You want to find the truth about finances, same thing. So everything that is good for you is hidden. Everything that is bad for you is made readily available and just mm -hmm. be careful not to fall into that trap. But the main one is that relationship with God, honestly. It's because, and the older I've grown, I wasn't always a, a big fan of praying and diving deep into the ocean of his words, but we are spiritual beings. This world is transient. It's, it's um, finite. And it's designed to, whenever people get depressed, even during these times, I keep telling my friends, they may be able to impoverish you, but they cannot remove the richness of his love from your heart and from your life. They may be able to force vaccinate you, but they cannot vaccinate your soul. Your soul is untouchable. Your, your soul is eternal. Nobody can remove the love of the infinite one from your heart. This world is transient. And in divine scripture, we are told constantly, do not set your affections on this world of dust. Do not attach yourself to anything from this world because nothing compares Everything that's been created in the, in the heavens and the earth, he says, nothing compares to the love of God and to having lived a life in accordance with his good pleasure. And that this world is a world of preparation. We are tourists. We are pilgrims. Just like the baby in the womb of the mother, it spends merely eight, nine months there. That's it. Nine months in the womb of the mother, it prepares itself for this life, prepares itself for this life, the, and it doesn't attach itself to that world. In the same manner, we are meant to prepare ourselves, our souls, for the eternal worlds of God. And he says that these divine perfections, honesty, trustworthiness, integrity, love, compassion, etc., these are the qualities of God. And as we suffer, suffer is, a, is an essential aspect of this matrix through suffering, only through suffering, will the mind and spirit of man advance. You know, the earth that is plowed, the more it is plowed, the more fertile it becomes. The more you put the gold into the fire, the more the imperfections are purged from the gold. The more the sailor experiences crazy storms in the sea, the more perfect of a navigator he becomes in the same manner. 
all of this stuff is nonsense. All this politics and corruption and corrupt elite, they have it all wrong. They will live, as we are told, in eternal regret. Baha'u'llah says, I'm going to finish off with this quote. He says, free thyself from the fetters of this world. Fetters means chains. Free thyself from the fetters of this world and loose thy soul from the prison of self. Seize thy chance, for it will come to thee no more. It will come to thee no more. All right. Nothing more to add. Nabil, <laughs> I thank you deeply for your time. I hope for everyone who's stuck till the end, um, you're not going crazy. Everything will be all right. <laughs> yeah, um, we went on quite, a di quite an interesting roller coaster. But it's, I mean, take it and <laughs> research. Do your own stuff, you know. Don't believe anything anyone says. Um, exactly. Do your own research. Um, think about your own life, your own health. And I'm, I'm saying that again and again. Your health is your own responsibility because there's no monetary incentive for you being a healthy person right. anywhere. It's the same with a tree. The tree is not valued when he's just living in the forest healthily. He's valued economically when he's cut down somewhere in a factory. And uh, so is it with your health. Exactly. All right, guys. If you want to know more about Nabil, uh, maybe you're just very, very curious now. Um, where can people find you? Sure, they can find me. I don't recommend YouTube because I want to promote the other decentralized apps. So they can find me on, obviously, my website, soreadyforhealth.com. They can find me on my podcast, which is also So Ready for Health. They can join my Telegram group and Instagram, Nabilinho as well, and YouTube if they want to. All right, guys. Thank you so much. That's it for today. Um, I want to say last words regarding this episode. Do not believe anything anyone says. I am not endorsing conspiracy theories. I am not endorsing crazy making. But you have to understand that there's a lot of truth out there which is hidden. And it is your task if you want to know what's actually working health-wise. Same as when you want to gain muscles, you need to learn how to do the exercises correctly. You need to educate yourself. And you need to find out by yourself because hardly anyone will just hand you the truth of what works and what's happening on a silver plate in front of you. And that's what high-end nutrition is ultimately about, to teach you, to give you the knowledge, to give you the education, to give you the um, silver plate in a way we can, hopefully a little bit, um, to educate you on health and to make you metabolically healthy. So I'm very much looking forward to a second episode with Nabil. Uh, will be very interesting. We're going to focus more on thyroid health and more holistic health and alternative medicine practices and less on the overall picture. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And then I hope to see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.